Back to Bigger Than the Score with Peter Ferguson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back to 93.7 The Ticket. This is Bigger Than The Score. This is Peter Ferguson and joined on the ones and twos with Harrison. And so we kicked it off this morning. Harrison, again, how can people get in touch with us if they want to? Yeah, you guys can always join in on the show for Bigger Than The Score or any of the shows we have following. 402-464-5685 is the Sarder Heyman text line. Uh, and Honda Lincoln Hotline as well. You can always comment in through Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Allo Channel 951 as well. And we can read them as they come in. Fantastic. I always want to thank our partners for broadcasting and putting things out there. So as we get to it, we get introduced uh, before the break, Scholar Rafa. And so how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. How about you? Fantastic. Fantastic. Glad you're here. And so, well, Rafa, let's get right into it. Tell us a little bit about who you are, your purpose, and um, we'll kind of expand from there. My name is Rafa. I am a sophomore at Lincoln North Star, and my purpose is just to help people. Um, I'm an immigrant, and I think that's a big part of my just who I am, I guess. Okay, fantastic. So tell us who's in your family. Um, in my family, I have my mom, my dad, an older sister who's really paved the way for me and just like what I'm doing and who I am, and then a younger brother and a younger sister. Awesome. Now, get, get, we got to get some name shout outs now. Okay, They're okay. probably sitting there like, okay, you know, like I'm the one and then like no no name. So if you can, what's what's their names? Um, my mom, Hanal Amin, my dad, Ahmed Asir, my sister, Deem Ahmed, my little brother, Faisal Ahmed, and then my little sister, Dagad Ahmed. Shout out to you guys. Definitely shaped who I am and why I'm here right now. Fantastic. And so as you talked about your family, you talked a little bit about being an immigrant. Um, for those listening, like what, tell us, like explain what that means to you. I know there's, you know, we know the definition, but what does that mean to you? Um, well, I am from Sudan originally. That's like where, that's like my ethnicity. I was born in Dubai though. And then I was born in 2008. My parents moved to America in 2009. And I, I feel like I really didn't have a lot of that immigrant experience or like I felt like I didn't because I came to America didn't really speak anything at all because I was a baby still. So I felt like I didn't have that struggle to like fit in like my older sister and my parents did. But like, as I grow up, I just think that like being an immigrant is such a big, important part of my life. And no matter what, like, even if I didn't have to go through those, like, I guess, technically struggles, it's just really who I am. So when you talk about like, you know, um, that that experience um what were some of the experiences like maybe that your sister has that she's talked to you about and maybe kind of helped guide you as you kind of move you know navigate in your personal journey well my little or my older sister came to america not speaking any english so i guess that was one thing i've always kind of looked to her for guidance about literally anything like we're super close now and i guess some things like um the cadre, for example, I was just like, how how am I going to like make a change? Because she's really involved and mm -hmm. she's always trying to help others. And that's a big thing. Like my purpose is definitely to help others no matter where I'm at. So looking to her for like, how should I like go through with that? And what should I do? And, you know, how am I making a change? And is this good enough? Like just so much. Awesome. Awesome. So what is something that people wouldn't know by just looking at you? That's a difficult question, I think, because I feel like I really try and portray who I am like through myself or through my body, I guess. But one thing is probably that like I'm really involved. Like I love to be involved with everything. Like I'm always I'm everywhere all at once. Honestly, okay. like I just like to be 
I just, I feel like I have FOMO missing out on things. <laughs> so like, if there's an opportunity available to me, I'm just going to try and snag it immediately. Like, I just love to help others and be involved in things. And I have to say, that's the truth, Harrison. Like, I, I send out kind of a text, uh, you know, uh, you know, occasionally. And I wasn't sure just because of travels if I was going to be here or not. So I was thinking about, okay, you might just have to go ahead and do a replay of a, a past episode. And so I think yesterday I sent it out and I just said, hey, is anybody interested? And it was like right away, like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, I'm interested. Okay, hold on that. I'm going to make sure I can get a ride, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I do, you know, that is a testament to you and your involvement. Um Talk about what are you involved in? You mentioned a couple things, but like what are things you're involved in inside of school, outside of school, in the community? Um, at school, I am a part of North Star speech team. I'm also a part of our Hope Squad and a soon-to-be student council member. Um, I'm also an ETS scholar. And then outside of school, I volunteer at Brian Health. Or, yeah, Brian. Okay. I'm less of a volunteer now because my volunteer days are Fridays, but those are speech tournament days. So I'm kind of just a sub now, but still community that I'm a part of. Um, I'm also part of um, the cadre at LPS. And I think that's all I can think of right now. So you mentioned ETS and uh, Hope Squad. What is what is ETS for those that may not know? And then what is like the Hope Squad? ETS is the educational trio or, or the educational, educational talent search. Yeah. yeah. Um, and to me, it's just a place I can go and be comfortable. And they give us so many opportunities for like college visits and stuff. And just to learn about like, you know, at school, I learned about how to do math and stuff. But at ETS, I can kind of learn how to be like a member of society and just like how to do all the things. And I have like, you know, an older sister for guidance, but for like the students who are like, they have an older siblings, it's so important to like some of my friends that like they have somebody to talk to and just somewhere to go when they're not sure what to do. Um, and then for Hope Squad, uh, my Nor or at North Stars Hope Squad, we just try and support others, you know, bring hope, I guess. We have a Hope Day, I think in March or April maybe, where we wear our shirts, you know, and we just kind of try and show people who we are so then they can reach out to us and get the help that they need because it's so important. Mental health is, like, so important to everybody. And to be able to have, you know, a student to talk to or like somebody to refer you to get help is so, so important. Well, we've had uh, Kaylee Dankert has been on in the past. Uh, she was mm -hmm. a member of the Hope Squad at East High School and now has graduated, but also a national member as well. And so you you, you hit it, you know, uh, dead on that, you know, uh, mental health and people needing support. And so I think we'd be remiss if we didn't say if you do need support in any form or, or fashion, reach out to somebody or um, the national hotline is 988. And, and you can definitely get that from whether it's peers, adults, but um, like let's erase that stigma um, with it. So definitely glad you're involved in that so you know you talked about something that people didn't know by just looking at you know at you um talk about like a why do like relationships matter to you so you're involved in all these things and so there's got to be some connects I, I don't think you're just going into spaces with people that you don't like <laughs> and so why do relationships matter to me relationships matter because i just feel like i want to have like really an eye everywhere like i always just like my said my purpose is to help others so to be in different places in different communities and help others there but also to receive that help you know like I'm not perfect I'm still I'm only 15 you know like I okay. still need help all the time so I think just to have either peers or like um, coaches and stuff to help me when needed shout out to Allison Finn and Zach Nelson my speech coaches really amazing people who I don't think I would be here without them 
Awesome. So when you think about um, that, uh, what's what's one relationship? You talked about those two individuals and maybe just expand on them or others. What is one relationship that you've had to date that has really made an impact on your life um, thus far? Honestly, I'm going to have to go with Pete Ferguson. Um, I mean, See, here I, didn't I am. See, I do the self-promotion. Harris, <laughs> Harris is like, he's just about, he like had his coffee about spit it up on the board. That's a brand new board, Harrison, so hold it, hold it in. But um, I've had so many opportunities with P. I just, like, I don't think I would be able to be in, well, this space, but just so many spaces. And I think being in the cadre, for example, has made me, you know, be able to share my voice out and just talk to others and, you know, have an opinion and stick by that. So... Well, and I, again, I'm I'm appreciative and humbled, and and when individuals say my name, that's you know not what you get into it for, but I'm appreciative of like what I'm able to to pour into you. But I also always say, you know, you and your family has has moved me uh, forward in in so many ways. So I, I do truly uh, thank you and appreciative of that. Um, so as you've done that, what advice would you give to your peers? You know, as you go through this journey, what are some what's a piece of advice that you'd give to peers? And I always say your peers are those that are kind of from birth to, you know, other scholars, 25, give or take. Um, To my peers, always just use your voice, speak out. Your voice is so powerful. It's honestly the most powerful thing you have. And it doesn't matter if you don't have the opportunities. Like, for example, I have so many opportunities that other people don't have. I'm so grateful for those. Um, but to ha- to use your voice gives you the opportunities that you need. That gives you like everything that you need. Really, speak your opinion, speak what you think, and always use your voice. Wow! And as you sat here earlier, um, you well, first off, get, what's an example? Like for some people, say use your voice, and so there might be young people listening, and it's like, okay, I'm not on student council. I didn't get voted to be on, or I'm not, you know, the most popular person, or this, that, and the other. I'm kind of introverted. What is an example of how they how somebody can do that um, if they're just re- ready to take they want to take that first step? Um, I think it kind of varies from age. I think for younger kids, talk to your parents, talk to your guardians, talk to your siblings. You know, if you're not able to if you don't think you have that platform to speak out on things or show your opinion, tell it to other people and they will relay that to others. Um, for adults, I think just really anybody, anybody who will listen. It doesn't mean, like, you don't have to go out and speak in front of a stage to tell your voice or speak your voice. Um, You just have to talk to others and tell people how you feel about things, whether it's friends, parents, you know, siblings, really anybody. Wow, wow. No, thanks. I think sometimes it's always taking that first step, and we talk, obviously, we've got a thing with the rally and march of walk together, and sometimes people always say, you know, okay, I'll follow you anywhere. And, And sometimes when we talk about people walking together, we need people behind us, we need people on the side, but we also need people in front of us. And so um, taking those first steps, what are those action steps? Um, appreciate you sharing that. So as we asked about advice for other scholars and peers, what is some advice, some direct advice that you would have for parents and guardians that are out there? I think this one's kind of, I guess, brief, just like my last piece of advice, but listen. I think listening is so important. You know, listen to everybody, but also obviously the speak your voice part. Um, I think for an adult, it's so important for you to listen to others or especially like children, peers or my peers, um, listening to them and just letting them tell you what they feel and how they think. Because I think adults, you know, you are an adult and you're mature. Your voice really matters. But as a kid, it's like, you know, I'm not an adult yet. So my voice shouldn't matter. But to have an adult listen to you is so important. And it feels like, you know, I really matter. And like, I have an opinion and that matters. 
Well, and, and I think as you talked about listening, uh, again, I'm going to ask you the same question. For those that might struggle with that, what does that look like? How, like, how can they take the first step? And they're like, you know, it's really a struggle because as a parent, as a guardian, I mean, I struggled with it. It's like, okay, we're looked to it for to give advice. We're, we're the ones that are supposed to say something. And sometimes, like, our greatest strength is just, I just got to hear. And, and even if I don't agree, like, you know, that was kind of, again, that was something I was at fault because I would jump in. I'd jump in. And so how, what's a technique? What's, what does it look like for somebody that's doing it well um, from being in a scholar seat? Um, just, I think nodding your head is so important. Um, when I talk to like my teachers and stuff and they'll sit there and they'll nod their head and they don't say anything. It's like, you know, you're really comprehending what I'm saying and you're trying to think about it and you're trying to give me, you know, a good response afterwards. And even if you don't give a response afterwards, even if you don't have your words quite yet, just relay that, I guess, tell them what you're thinking or what you're going to think eventually or tell them you're not ready quite yet to respond. Just just engage in what they're saying to you. Wow. You know, I, I think you got a lot of people nodding their heads, whether they're watching or listening right now. After you said that, Harrison and I were both like, go ahead and almost look like that bobblehead. So um, we had our head nod on. Um, Rafa, we're going to take a quick break, but we're going to come back after um, and just ask you some more questions in regards to just the importance of culture is played in your life, um, additional advice you'd have for the community and some of those involvements. So we'll be back after this break on 93.7 The Ticket, Bigger Than The Score.